The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Hashtag it peaks 45. Oh, God. Yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 149. Is that right? So, was there any news this week? Not much. Yes. Sort of. Yeah, well, sadly, Notre Dame had a horrific fire. Yep. And, well, everybody had their theories, of course. Oh, yeah. And then everyone had theories about their theories. And round and round it went. Nobody knows. Oh, come on. We know. Is this? The official Next word day. is that some sort of electrical accident. <laughs> oh, uh, get once on, the uh, flames died down man. and you got some interior Next photos, day. it is looks it? like the structure Next is day. pretty much sound, and uh, a lot of stuff is survived. It looked Next like, day. to me, I mean, these are brief shots and whatnot. Of course, there had to be considerable damage, and a lot of it is lost, and that's the the terrible thing about it, of something that old that you had for so long, and once it's gone, it's gone. The best part is nobody died. So uh, it is just things. It's very old things, and it recalls a culture and whatnot. And yes, it is a monument to Western civilization. And uh, for all the a-holes and actual bigots who try yeah. to uh, manipulate it's that it. into some sort of white supremacist message. Well, uh, you're the bigot. It's and that's all there is to that. Shut up! There's a bunch of people running around with their god-awful conspiracies and some sort of Muslim burned down. There is a good chance. Notre Dame. Probably what happened. absolutely not true. And I bet you, you Ben Shapiro and the like are all pushing off white supremacy in this Coded language oh, about civilization with oh, it's always the secret code with European you. European Christian nails. Oh, I don't dare you. World. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you know what was going on. They had all these other churches being destroyed. Oh, please. You're going to tell me that it's just some accident you get out? Oh, you see? You see? This yeah. paranoid and, and what? dangerous oh, language God. Get out. that could lead to... Islamophobia! What? That could really be harmful. Oh, man. And violent. And that's just awful. Burning down a church for the goddamn violence. like that. It shouldn't be allowed. Oh, look at that. Well, Take away my they... freedom of speech. Just like you're the Nazi left. Oh, you're the child. Stop that. That's what you want to do. You want everything your way and everybody oh, better. I want it the right way, man. lefty. It's well, it. over my dead body, lefty. Well, game on. Well, now, uh, before the Notre Dame fire, there were other churches uh, being vandalized and uh, desecrated, yeah. as they call it. In some cases, people were smearing feces oh, on them and this God sort of thing. Lord. And there were some other fires. And all that. So it's not unreasonable to be suspicious about these uh, things. Come on. Certainly uh, in the environment in France, over quite a few years now, there has been a problem with uh, Muslim factions yeah, right. uh, going on, uh, uh, riots, and, and of course, terrorist attacks and all this mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the deal. Uh, a lot of these church desecrations were just desecrations typical of uh, the jihadi movement is mass murder. And uh, vandalism is not so much uh, their goal. Uh, vandalism does occur, 
but it's usually in the point of killing oh, right. a lot yeah. of people and uh, just destroying property. It's not typically what they're into, but well, it doesn't mean it wasn't that. But then again, it could be it some other, means you know, just anti-Christian bigots. Oh, and, yeah. and yes, oh, there are no, anti-Christian bigots no. quite a bit. No. And uh, yeah. a lot of them in our mainstream of no. media oh, yeah. and uh, entertainment yep. industries. And so, yep. uh, yeah, that, this Hollywood. does happen. That's and uh, that's that. But uh, yeah, of course, that was what started off the week, I guess. With uh, the, the the big news, yeah, but of the weekend. And then, uh, oh, Dan, there was something else. What was it? it oh, uh, a memo or something? No, uh, yeah. uh, well, they, they released the Mueller report. God yep, damn it! Sure That's did. what they did. Total was, exoneration just, just of our president. So manipulated, and, and of course the redactions and, and all that. But they had to. Oh, and of course, it showed. Just the absolute uh, Showed he was ugly innocent. and nasty behavior. Show the nasty like behavior of you people. He stacked headed orange monsters. Oh, no, you don't say that about our president. And I, you know, I, you crap on our, our brave and honorable news video. Yep. But they, they were vindicated this week. Totally. Nope. Totally vindicated. Oh, my God. Only a moron like Lefty could possibly think that. Uh, see, you got to go personal. The last. Two, count them, two years. I know what year Lying, it is. Lying, spreading out, nothing but trash, and telling us all every week, this is it, this is it, your boy Trump going down. But it ain't nothing, nothing, no. nothing. No. And there it is, right there in black and white. Oh, a lot right of there black, a lot of black people covering things up. how much they lied no. about all that, no. especially that nasty old BuzzFeed finally oh had to eat crow. Oh, yeah, that's right, BuzzFeed. How does that taste? Oh, good Lord. Look, you just got to uh, avoid the obvious when no less than Trump himself what? quoted in there that, oh, no, a special prosecutor has been appointed. I am fucked. Oh, this God is the man. end of my How presidency. Sounds like a guilty man to me. Well, Lefty, he was referring to the idea that his presidency would be damaged and hampered right. uh, by this, and he was largely correct. Now, yeah. uh, he probably at the time was thinking, oh, crap, they're going to do all these indictments and stuff. Yeah, because and he's would, guilty. Uh, probably end his presidency. He's guilty. Uh, and this sort of thing. He's guilty. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, there's nothing there for them to even uh, produce probable cause for this investigation oh, to oh, even oh, have oh, happened. Oh, oh, that's and that's true. the larger part that everyone's just ignoring. What? Uh, two years of this, and he couldn't find anything. And the actual uh, 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 evidence within it is them discussing how can we stretch the law to make an obstruction case no. when you couldn't, no. uh, when the idea would be around he, uh, the president operating his constitutional powers. So then oh, you got to oh, pretend that you oh, knew please. he was up to no good it's to cover true, up a crime, but you can never tell what the crime was. Exactly. And they never Boom. could prove it, and no. all evidence points to this ridiculous a crime, uh, it, it's, uh, it's steel nasty. dossier, which is nowhere to be found, and yet that was the probable cause. That's what no. got the FISA warrant. Yeah, it was. The whole thing. And, oh, it was all a sham. 
And there's several of these people involved, and the testimony from them confirms it. Oh, please. They were trying to frame this man. Yeah. And you got all the way to stupid Papadopoulos who gets drunk and talks to an operative about possible emails from Hillary and whatnot. And this this is what they've got to go forward with. Yes. And yet none of these people were able to penetrate the campaign, which just goes to more credence to Trump not being involved in any of this. So the idea, well, there were several contexts. Yeah, nowhere near the context that the DNC has that Hillary's had for her oh, entire oh, fucking it. career. Oh, stop it. No, and it is just all this over they took and over again. Uranium. And then for the media to go out and say, this Why is it. it. The investigation must continue. Yes. Oh, my God. And this, oh, geez. And all the while, nobody noticing that Robert Mueller hasn't said a word. Well, He's not forbidden from speaking. Well, he could. And all well, this stuff about Barr is lying and manipulating him. How? Where? What? He, just is, and the redactions, good lord! Even That's I was stunned at how little they were. Well, and then the thing about oh, he briefed the much. White House before he released yes, it. Yes, that's yeah. Right. They always do. But besides, it was open to Trump to levy uh, executive privileges yeah, right. or whatever he wanted to within the oh document, my God. and he didn't. Well, so oh, he probably thought whoops. about it. And the news media of more than the Democratic Party here is just devastated here. And no. they're so stupid they don't know this. No. It's just astounding to oh go that much deep <laughs> up their own butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Stop hey, it. Conspiracy the theory crap. While at the same time projecting on everybody else. Yeah. You're all the conspiracy theorists. Oh, God. Damn. It's just, you, you, you have nothing. Well, nothing. no. They- Two years. No. And nothing. And still, still going to double down. Well, double down, quadruple down on this. Damn right. So, so yeah, that was your week. That oh, was God. your week. <laughs> no. Notre Dame goes up in flames and it's really terrible. And yeah, yeah, for all the looks of it, that is a tragedy. People keep saying tragedies about things that aren't tragedies. Tragedies are these, uh, are events that no one could stop. You know, you're doomed from the get go. Uh, and typical accidents are tragedies. Uh, uh, a terrorist attack is mass murder. That's not a tragedy. It could have been prevented if the killers had decided not to do it, well, but they decided tragedy. to do it. So that's how that works. Here, as far as we know, was some terrible accident. Yes. And no. uh, a great monument is gone. I'm not well. Catholic. Still, I appreciate and respect the history that the the structure represented, and uh, it's a sad day for France, and it's a sad day uh, for Christendom, and uh, again, Western civilization. Oh, God. Stop Uh, it. Read a history book, people. Come on. Uh, As far as Trump, he's a criminal. No. Just... I just don't have it anymore to keep doing this same thing over and over again. What? (laughs) Jeez. What? Oh, <laughs> what? And I won't. Uh, so what are we uh, gonna do? Didn't have enough to do here. Uh, I've got a You're perhaps, but maybe do. not story about a, a spooky legend that concern. It in- oh, well, it sort God. of involves New Orleans, a local story, so oh, much, what? and uh, an old classic. A Night Night episode. I did a series of Night Night stories a while back called Night Night, the early years that so deals with his, his origin and everything. Loosely based on Another the Batman Year rerun. One story. <laughs> and the reason I'm doing that is that Stop I'm like working on a book. comic book and part of the comic book will oh, have comic uh, chapters God. of this uh, story adapted in the comic it. form, of course, but it'll be 
Night Night the early years. He's got get his like whole five story different versions of crazy it. idiot and he keeps began his career in pantyhose and a cape. Oh, good Damn. God. Sounds like you're kind of good, Lefty. Oh, stop that. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear it in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic and non-mic versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Say, where do you think you're going looking like that? You need to put a pair of pants on your bare ass, because I don't want to see it, and America doesn't want to see it either. So put some pants on. I don't want to. The last guy with that attitude got arrested for indecent exposure and ended up becoming some big giant 300 pound thug's prison bitch. No! So you'd better put some pants on. Buy a pair of pants today. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. Well, why not watch old crappy movies with me, Mr. Nilsson? Yes, you can watch old forgotten theater trash polished up by my brilliant commentary and sound effects. Films and movie serials like The Green Hornet, which concerns the adventures of a young newspaper publisher and his life partner. Yes, in their free time, they play dress-up, they wear masks, and ride around in a souped-up old jalopy while fighting crime. And it's only 90 cents. So head over to my video store at selfy.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Selfy.com slash Nelson. Get it? Once there, you can order some Nelson celluloid goodies today. Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for... Perhaps... Records indicate that the man known as the Comte de Saint-Germain was born in the late 1600s to perhaps early 1700s, but reports by other well-known figures in history have told of a similar man that can be traced back to the time of Christ. This man was known by famous figures such as Casanova, Madame de Pompadour, Voltaire, King Louis XV, Catherine the Great, Anton Mesmer, and many more. 
While most accounts can't agree on how many events in history he haunted, some say he was at the wedding of Cana, the Jesus turning water into wine uh, event, others that he was present at the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD. Most will agree that in the 1600s, the Comte was an alchemist, and this is where he becomes more well-known. Now, if you're familiar with Harry Potter, you might have heard the term called the Philosopher's Stone, which was one of the main goals of alchemy, the elusive search for immortality, and something it is thought that the Comte achieved. Saint Germain was out in high society Europe in 1742. He was described as vastly knowledgeable in the sciences and history, well-spoken in over six languages, including French, German, Dutch, Spanish, Portuguese, Russian, and English, along with a familiarity in Chinese, Latin, Arabic, Ancient Greek, and even Sanskrit. The first record of his suspected immortality was at a party at the manor of Madame de Pompadour, then mistress of King Louis XV of France. The year was 1760, and a confused Countess von Gregory approached the man, thinking it was the son of the man she knew in 1710, whom she knew to be the Count de Saint-Germain. On approach, she discovered it was the same man who didn't seem to have aged a day in the 50 years that had passed. It is noted that the Comte didn't even deny that it was him, or play himself off as the son. It is even said that he joked with the Countess that he was indeed over 100 years old. Forty more years, the Count de Saint-Germain was said to travel throughout Europe, never aging, and continuously marveling the elite of Europe with his abilities, like his genius on the violin, or his painting skills, his deep wallets, his knowledge of medicine, and the fact that he always dined with his peers but never ate. It is said that he only drank wine, which, of course, he was said to be a connoisseur. Voltaire, the 18th century philosopher, described Saint Germain as a man who never dies and who knows everything. The supposed final account of the Comte was when he traveled to Hamburg, Germany, and befriended Prince Charles of Hesse Castle. Saint Germain became a trusted confidant of the prince and lived as a guest in the castle at Eckernfort. This is where it was rumored that he finally died. The only thing that accounts for his death, though, is a local record that states Count de Saint Germain deceased February 27, 1784. The Comte de Adamar claims that the Count was there to witness the beheading of Marie Antoinette, October 16, 1793. He would have been close to 100 years old if Google is correct in the estimated year of birth at 1710. Yet, even though the records of his death were found, the Count was continued to be seen all over Europe as soon as a year after his supposed death by none other than Anton Mesmer, the man who pioneered the art of hypnotism, said to be taught to him by Saint Germain. Then, records indicate Saint Germain was chosen as a representative for the Freemasons at a convention. Story after story of him appears in records, and never the man looks older than 45. In the year 1902, a man going by Jacques Saint-Germain moves into the prestigious building at the corner of the Ursulines and Royale. It is said that he has immigrated from the south of France and a descendant of the Count Saint-Germain. 
His first introduction into New Orleans society was at a party he threw where he invited all the elite of New Orleans dignitaries and politicians, fed them from a catered menu on the finest china and silverware, yet didn't himself eat a bite. All he did was drink what guests believed to be red wine. This supposedly offended New Orleans polite society and Jack, while immensely rich, never seemed to fit in. He was described as charming, highly intelligent, and a master of languages and art. But the company he kept, and the fact that he was known to party a lot, loved Bourbon Street, kept him from being accepted by the elitists. Jacques Saint-Germain didn't come back into attention until the police took notice of him. Jacques had picked up a woman in a local pub and taken her back to his home. The young woman later finds herself at the police station with a tale that sounds right out of a fantasy novel. She said that Saint-Germain came at her with alarming speed and strength when she leaned over to inspect some beautiful items on his mantle. With that speed and strength in full use, he pressed her against the mantle and began biting her viciously on her neck. As luck would have it, at that exact moment, a few of Jack's more rowdy friends began banging at his door to lure him out for a drink. The pounding distracted Jack long enough for the woman to break away, but instead of trying to make it past Jack, she decides to throw herself through the second-story window and over the balcony that surrounds the property to the bricked street below, thus resulting in her legs breaking in a few places. Her desperate screams drew the police, and they took her to the hospital and took her statement. Jacques, when questioned that night, stated only that she was drunk and decided to jump. Police asked if Jacques could come down to the station in the morning to give a formal statement, but Jacques never appears at the station the next day. When they decide to pay him a visit, they find his house is abandoned and most of his things gone. Police take this as an invitation to inspect his home and are confused by what they find. For one, there are bloodstains all over tablecloths in the house, and from what they can tell, they are from different time periods. Then, to top it off, there was absolutely not one piece of food in the house. Not even utensils or plates, just a large collection of wine glasses and wine bottles filled with what police believe to be red wine, yet upon taste discovered... It was a mixture of blood and wine. In the 1970s, one Richard Chantry claimed to be Comte Saint-Germain. He later appeared on television with his claim that he could change lead into gold. Well, Chantry ended up committing suicide in Saint-Tropez in 1983. So I guess he wasn't all that immortal after all. Unless, of course, he faked his death to once again disappear. There have been numerous reports, even in present day, that a mysterious figure, sometimes known as Jack, will often harass tourists and locals, displaying amazing speed or strength. Today, New Orleans is known as one of the most violent cities in the U.S., leading the country in murders per capita. But it doesn't stop there. It's also known for its mysterious disappearances which are not based on the low-income districts of the city, but usually focus on tourists and even visiting celebrities. These crimes give the city a dangerous and almost gothic flair and perpetuate the rumors 
that it might not be drug dealers that are pushing the city's crime stats through the roof, but maybe a few vampires, one in particular that goes by Jack. So, could it be that the streets of New Orleans are to this day stalked by a millennia-old vampire? Perhaps, but maybe not. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Great displays of vanity, Night Night. What's that you're wearing? Why, it's the Night Night t-shirt, Bobo. Well, where'd you get that? Oh, I got it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. There you can find your Night Night t-shirts and other products that Mr. Nelson provides. Huh. Look at this one. It shows you staring at the flying pig's butt. <laughs> Shut up, boo damn it. <sighs> anyway, folks, if you want your night-night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your night-night shirt today. He will become the laughing stock of Cityopolis. It'll be easy. Who the hell is this guy? And how did he get like that? Night Night. The Early Years. Chapter One. It all began on that fateful day at the penthouse home of billionaire Playboy subscriber Lyle Richmond and owner of the Club Night National Nightclub franchise. Uh, hello? Mr. Lyle Richmond? Yes, that's me. Uh, we're sorry to disturb you. Uh, I'm Detective Charles Wetman and my partner here, uh, Detective Lafferty. Uh, it appears... Your wife, uh, may have aided, uh, an inmate's escape from Statesville Pen this morning. <laughs> what? That's crazy! My god! She must have been kidnapped by this man! No, that's not gonna work. You see, this, uh, prison security cam footage we've got here on my phone, as you can see, clearly shows your wife, uh, taking it up the hoop from convicted cat burglar what? Thomas Katz. No, this can't so, be! So, uh, based on this evidence, oh. uh, we're going with the idea that she was a willing accomplice in uh, Mr. Cat's uh, escape. So uh, what we need from you is uh, to immediately contact us if you learn of her whereabouts. Um, you could just um, call us or uh, um, just if you hear from her, let us. Yeah, uh, look, here's my card. I'm going to leave it here on this table. And, uh, if you think of anything or you hear from her, uh, 
Well, let us know. Okay. No, 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 Rosie. Rose, how could you do this to me? (laughs) No. She was clearly seduced and manipulated by criminal scum. Yes, the world of crime did this to me. I cannot allow this to go unavenged. As God is my witness, I will... Um... Well, I'll do something as soon as I figure it out. But mark my words! I will do something as soon as I figure it out. Well, anyway, six weeks later, we find Lieutenant Charles Wetwin traveling to work on a rainy, crowded street in Cityopolis. Oh, man, I hate this crappy city. Oh, jeez. Not that I'm in a hurry to get to work. God, Lord, the corruption there. It's like the muggers don't rob you, the cops will. And not only do I have to put up with that, but I gotta start my day off with my wife rolling over in bed and letting loose a gigantic pregnant fart. God, nothing's worse than a pregnant fart. Oh, man. And the idea of raising another child in this city. It's enough to make me want to barf. Oh, well. At least things can't possibly get any worse. Meanwhile, high above Cityopolis skyline, on a private jet, Lyle Richmond returns home after spending time abroad, unsuccessfully trying to recover his wife. Ah, it's It's good good to be be back. back. I I love love my city. And once he disembarks at the airport, Lyle Richmond is greeted by members of the press. Mr. Richmond, Mr. Richmond, Mr. Richmond, Mr. Richmond, Mr. Richmond, Mr. Richmond were you here to find any leads on your strange ex wife? Law enforcement been any help at all in trying to locate your strange wife? Mr. Richmond, any truth in the rumors that you've given up on your wife and are now dating Taylor Swift? Huh, yeah, in Taylor's dreams. Well, Wiener, it seems Lyle Richmond is still the same self centered rich brat everyone in Cityopolis remembers. Thank you, Sally. Charges against Commissioner Lowell Lee have been dropped. D.A. Bent said he had no choice due to the disappearance of a key witness. I'm Winnie One Care. More news after this. And later at the offices of Club Night. Welcome back, man. Thank you, Smedley. Well, guess I'll make out a guest list for your homecoming party. No, Smedley. Tonight, I must feast upon the fruits of revenge. Uh, say what? Later that night... We again find Detective Charles Wetwin in a car with his partner, Ned Lafferty. Huh. Seems the press here gives uh, Cityopolis police a hard time on suspected police brutality. Police brutality, my ass! What does that paper know anyway? Up yours, pig! God damn it, take a look at that. A little snot-nosed punk shooting us the rod. You see, when you have a breakdown in respect for law enforcement... You can't maintain civilization. Hey! Hey, you little shit! Let's see how you handle being shot by my ride! Ow! Oh, oh no! There's a hole in my shirt! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Sure taught him a thing or two. He, he might die. Well, then maybe it'll be a permanent lesson. Now, uh, what was I talking about? Police brutality. Oh, yeah. So anyway, 
Yeah, those people are always bitching and moaning. Elsewhere on the streets that night walked Lyle Richmond, disguised in a fake nose, mustache, and glasses, and dingy clothing, as he patrols the streets in search of his revenge on the world of crime. My plan is working perfectly. I, Lyle Richmond, shall rid this city of its trash. In this disguise, no one will recognize me. Well, with a stupid disguise like that, you can't possibly be a cop. Uh, uh, right. Well, whatever. Look, handies are 20, BJs are 35. Well, if you gotta see my tits, uh, it's gonna be 40. I, well, that's not, uh, and my I butt's mean, gotta be I, 50, and uh, uh, all the way is 100, so what's it gonna be? Suddenly, a man in a trench coat appears, ripping open said coat, revealing his nudity. Ta-da! <laughs> oh, Mary, not what again. On Why, you perverted sex deviant. Take that! Yes, a quick kick to the balls should learn you the error of your deviant ways. Leave Larry alone, you dirt! Oh, you sleazy slut! How dare you strike me! Oh. Hey, 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 hey! Hey, man. Yo was meddin' with one of my girls. Guess I'll have to teach you a lesson. What? Wait, no! No, you don't understand! I was- <laughs> Hours later, a bruised and battered Lyle Richmond makes it home. And in other news, the hostage terrorist situation aboard the cruise ship Aphrodite of the Seas has come to a spectacular end with the sudden arrival of superpowered costume superhero Sun King. It appears Sun King flew in at a high speed. Oh. All of the hostages oh. lifted the entire cruise oh, ship God. into outer space oh. and took it and the terrorists oh. into the sun. Authorities say Charlie said terrorists were indeed armed, and this can be counted as an Must. act of self-defense on the part of Get to the toilet. I feel so bad. I think I'm going to throw up. Oh. Oh. The pimps and whores, they are afraid of me. I have failed before I've begun. I... Oh. oh, God. Oh, God, the smell. I gotta... I gotta get outside. I need the fresh air. Oh. 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 Jesus. Uh, what was I thinking? You know, why is the world against me? Yeah, what's this all about? Why did this happen to me? Why? What? What? Some bird flew overhead and, and shit on me! Wait, of course, a creature of the night. That's it! I must become a knight of the night! How to slay the dark dragon of crime! And about one week later... Hey, what's this old storeroom door doing open? What? It sounds like someone down there. I better go see what's going on. All right, I don't know who you is down there, but I'm going to call the cops on your ass if you don't what? Oh. No, no, it's Medley. It's what? me. But why are you dressed up like that? I mean, why are you wearing pantyhose and a cape? It's the attire of my new identity, Smedley. The identity of Night Knight. As I must now pursue vengeance upon the world of crime that so ruthlessly ripped out my heart when it stole the only woman I've ever loved. Yeah, but why are you wearing pantyhose and a cape? This... It, the outfit is based on the ideal archetypal outfit of the superhero, as inspired by Sun King. Yeah, but that dude can lift like cruise liners always head. What can you do? Well, I've got this belt with these 
crescent-shaped throwing discs and uh, throwing stars. See? Pretty cool, huh? No, not really. Never mind, Smedley. Don't wait up, as I must pursue crime wherever I find it and bring it to justice. Wish me luck, Smedley. Yeah, you're gonna need a lot more than that. And so thus begins Night Knight's first crusade as he leaps from one rooftop to another all throughout the city in search of crime anywhere. And he finds nothing. So the next night he does it again, and still nothing. A couple of weeks later, and that particular night, finally he spots a man breaking and entering into an apartment, and it looks to be he's stealing a TV set. But thus, Night Knight has found his first Target. <laughs> this TV sure looks nice, but it'll look even better in my apartment. <laughs> Hold it right there, vile villain. <gasps> what? What? Uh, a grown man, dressed head and toes, in pantyhose. I think you'd better think again about that TV set, lest you attempt the wrath of Night Night. <laughs> what? <laughs> My plan is working. This fool is obviously hysterical with fear. Now, criminal, you'll pay for your many crimes. Eat this! Suddenly, the criminal tosses the TV into the head of Night Night. No, no, he's headed down below the fire escape. And breaking into another apartment. Man, oh man. <laughs> Somebody must have left the door unlocked at the loony bin. <laughs> Got to work fast. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm falling! <laughs> what? No! Gotta grab him by the foot! I, I, I can't let him fall! I'm no killer! I must be above such acts! <laughs> Help! <laughs> Pull me up, fat ass! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I, I, oh, oh, oops! Ah! Oh, oh. oh, well, nobody's perfect. And thus begins Night Night's crime-fighting crusade. And soon, stories begin to circulate all throughout the city of a mysterious costumed vigilante. And now we find ourselves in the small office of Detective Charles Wetwin. What's this about a guy in pantyhose attacking people? No, I'll look into that later. Hello, Lieutenant Wetwin. I'm your new partner, Sergeant Sarah Essence. Uh, I see. Well, come on in. Uh, have a seat. I, uh, <laughs> I hope you don't mind working with uh, an old man. <laughs> Actually, I find older men charming. Meanwhile, in the commissioner's office... Yeah, the Greek is worried about this uh, pantyhose cape guy. Oh, come on, get real. No, no, he's serious. And uh, also, uh, I'm afraid Lieutenant Wetwin isn't going with the flow. You know, he's the one that reported Lafferty on police brutality. Can you believe that? Yeah, probably so. I tell you what, I know what I'll do with that idiot. I'll settle him down with this kick pantyhose man case. Later that night, in a darkened alley, a prostitute finds herself on the bad end of a sick sexual deviant's knife. What? What are you gonna do? Anything I want to. <laughs> but suddenly, 
Night Night enters the scene. Damn. I need to pick my nose, and I can't find an empty alley to pick it in private. Oh no! It's the Kate Pantyhose Man! That's Night Night, you idiot! Get you, pivot! All right, lady, I saw that. That's no way to treat a gentleman. Uh, a gentleman? Yes, I... Oh! 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 Blood! There's a knife! Knife! He shoved that knife Knife in my... my, my, my... He shoved that knife in your ass! And later, down the block in the small, dingy apartment of the prostitute from the alley, said prostitute has treated Night-Night's wounds. Oh, oh, I shall avenge this violation. So swears the Night-Night. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, you might want to pull your pantyhose up. They're falling down. <laughs> oh, no. <coughs> well, I appreciate your aid, madam. Uh, yeah, look, why are you dressed like that? And what were you doing? This is the garment of my crusade, the Night-Night Crusade. As I must pursue crime in all its forms, I am a dark detective of the night. Case in point, my detective deductive reasoning has shown that you have some sort of fixation on all things pig-like. Your apartment, however small, and yet it's packed top to bottom with pig memorabilia. Pig figurines, pig artwork, pig paintings, chairs in the shape of pigs. Why, even the toilet lid is in the shape of a pig's head. Yeah, well, I grew up on a pig farm, and they were like my little friends, and I guess I brought them with me when I moved to the city. You are an obsessive person, but that's okay, because so am I, Miss, uh... Jones. Suey Jones. And thus, Chapter One of Night Night, The Early Years, comes to a close. Tune in next week for Chapter Two. Oh, there you go. The first outing of Night Night. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, Lefty's right. It's a rerun. Uh, hopefully I'll have some newer stuff down the road, but for now, uh, this is four chapters, so this is chapter one, and I'll replay the others. Uh, I hope soon to be, have some time to watch another episode of Space 1999, and I'll have that. <laughs> and God, Alvin, there's got to be something else besides Trump, because it's just getting ridiculous and uh uh i'd rather run, rerun night night than that because <laughs> i mean what else is there um but so uh, yeah once again we came from russia with nothing yeah good night everybody from russia with nothing I lie to you None the wiser Since my affair with you I've wiretapped the world To learn I must Return from Russia with nothing.
The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. This is CNN. <laughs> 